Welcome to the Be a Difference Maker podcast. Uh, my name is Jeff Scouten, host of this podcast, a podcast that aims at highlighting and showcasing the wonderful things that our teachers and coaches are doing in the tri-state area. Uh, this podcast is aimed at current teachers and coaches that can learn from their peers and also future teachers and coaches that I work with on a daily basis at Northwestern College. And along with that, if you're a, a sports fan in the tri-state area, I'm sure you'll benefit as well. And many thanks to the many of you that have uh, subscribed to the podcast and have listened to the episodes that we've done over the last month and a half as well. Uh, before we get rolling with this week's guest, I just want to recognize our sponsor who makes all things happen for the podcast, a moving company out of Orange City, Iowa. You can contact Brett and his crew for anything related to a residential or commercial move and also any uh, types of storage needs that you might have as well. Uh, you can contact Brett through their website at www.movingyourthings.com. And also you can contact Brett directly through phone or text at 712-541-9407. It's our, my pleasure this week to welcome Curtis Eben to our podcast, uh, wrestling and football coach at Central Line, George Little Rock Community School District. And welcome, Curtis. Thanks for being with us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, no problem. I know you're busy and with family and the start of a school year, and obviously you're in the middle of your, your football season as well. really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Yeah, like you said, it's a, it's been a good start of the year, though. I can't, I can't complain about that. So, uh, um, you know, it's always this busy time of year as, as we get going here, but uh, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, I guess we'll get things rolling here just uh, to give us a little – little idea of your past experience in coaching and also your current role at Central Lion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I graduated from Central Lion back in 2000 um, and went to University of Sioux Falls um, and uh, ended up playing football up there. Uh, went to school for four and a half years. Um, graduated actually with an elementary ed major. And then I had uh, endorsements in uh, math, science and uh, K-12 physical education. And so I, and during that time when I was at USF, I, I got hooked up with um, a guy named Shane Aronimus from actually back from when I had a wrestling experience. Uh, I, wrestled, I wrestled for Ellsworth, um, Minnesota, little little town, uh, kind of by Rock Rabbits. And I wrestled for those guys. Sure. Long story short, he um, got me a job at Lincoln to do junior high wrestling. And so I, I so my freshman year of college, I actually started coaching. Um, junior high wrestling for Lincoln. Um, and um, I worked with uh, Jamie Nold, uh, Jason Knutson, a bunch of guys that are extremely, um, you know, I think Jamie Nold is maybe a superintendent of the school, Sioux Falls School District now, actually, but yep. um, a guy that's uh, very well known in the area. But he was he was a head right. wrestling coach um, when I started off there. So all five years of college, I actually ended up, uh, I was coaching wrestling there which kind of got me thinking, you know, like how much I wanted to do it, where I was at. And, uh, um, you know, and, and during breaks and things like that, I'd go home and, you know, and, and coach wrestling back uh, at Central Lion. And um, it just, you know, those are things that kind of got me started, kind of my foot in the door. Um, obviously, you know, life takes you different paths. And uh, I had fortunate when I left, uh, when I graduated um, that December of 2004, I, uh, that that spring I got offered a job back at Central Lion. Um, you know, it's one of those things with, at that time, 
you know, PE teachers, um, when you, it was a PE job. And when you, I think when I applied, there was like 250 or 260 candidates that applied for that job, but only like four of those candidates had head rest or had coaching, coaching wrestling experience right. or wanted to be a coach in wrestling. So right away, my name got pulled to the top of the list because of that reason. Um, you know, there just wasn't, a, there was not very many wrestling coaches out there and still to this day, there's not very many of them out there, but, uh, that kind of got me um, to the top of the list. And I was fortunate enough to come back home to my homeschool district. And, you know, and some people, you know, like the idea. Some people don't like the idea. You know, for me, I was excited about it. And my family was all around. And so, right. um, you know, there's there's been challenges with that, obviously, um, throughout the years when you move back. Um, there's, you know, tough decisions that are made throughout that process. And, uh, you know, you're not going to always make people happy that, you know, and, and, and right. went forth. And so, but, you know, and so I, I came back and I actually was, I started off as a, um, uh, at that time, I was eight twelve PE teacher. Took over Hank Grant, who was there uh, for thirty some years, um, and um, just brought some new ideas. and And he he had an extremely good PE curriculum at the time. And you know, back then we went trap shooting with with uh, out to the gun club. We went skiing. Um, we did. Uh, we went tubing yet. Uh, we had archery. We we Hank had an excellent curriculum. You know, and now today. In today's world, I don't think they'd get away with half the stuff we did in PE. So, <laughs> as as young as I feel, I feel like there there's some old stories that happen. So, um, you know, with that, and so yeah, I, I did that for uh, about six years actually, and then I, I moved more into the technology side. Um, our, our school district had two technology people that kind of um, half time did it, and so. Um, they both retired. And so the soup came to me and I'm like, absolutely not. I got my dream job PE. I don't want to give this up. And then it's like, well, will you give, I'll give you one class period off a day. Can you help me out with tech? And I'm like, um, you know, as a young guy, you kind of are a little bit more knowledgeable of that area than the rest of the people that's been working there. So I said, yeah, I can help you out. Well, then that lasted like about a month into school. And then he's like, I need you, I need you four periods of the day. And I'm like, Oh man. So in long story short, <laughs> I got out of PE for whatever reason to this day, who knows why, but, and I moved into the technology side and now I've been technology administrator from like, uh, I think 2010, I believe I took over. And so 13 years in the tech technology side now. And, uh, um, and which, you know, kind of got me going. So when I came back, actually, then I ended up, uh, I was head wrestling coach and then I was a uh, volunteer uh, football and okay. I was volunteer football for six years actually. And, uh, worked with Toby Lorenzen. Um, and under Dick, uh, Greg Schmidt, uh, for the, on the defensive side, I, I worked with those guys. And so I volunteered for my six, first six years. And then, um, somebody, uh, can't remember who, who got out exactly, but then I, I finally, um, became a paid, uh, a paid coach. And, um, and then obviously then coach Greg Schmidt, uh, got out and, um, I took over the defense and then worked with Toby for, um, another uh, a total of, let's see, he got out seven years ago. So about 14 years, Toby and I, 13, 14 years, Toby okay. and I worked together. And then I um, took over for the head job, um, about uh, seven years ago. So, um, that's kind of my experience. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I coach pretty much varsity, um, my whole time, I, obviously with both sports, but, uh, you know, they're, uh, and I've been fortunate after that, but, you know, coaching is coaching and, and no matter what level you're at, um, and you, and you learn as you go. So, and I've, I've had some really good coaches I've learned from. So, Nice. Yeah, my uh, first uh, student teaching experience was with Toby over at Central Lion and actually oh. Hank Grant, too. So and uh, Hank, 
It all comes full circle, I tell you. I remember taking the kids to the swimming pool with Hank. So. Yeah. You right away, right off the bat. Right yep, off the bat. Absolutely. I had to figure it out, which is awesome. But uh, he was a great help to me and Toby, too. I always have looked up to him as well. So, uh, But uh, thanks for sharing that. So, uh, so like, uh, like currently, where are some of the awesome things that are happening over at Central Line? You know, I... I don't know if this is cocky or what, but I think everything's good. Right. There's <laughs> nothing know. wrong with that. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, you, wanna, you went, you know, you, you're in the finals a couple of years ago for football. We lost and turn around. We're in the finals for basketball. We lost. Right. And, uh, turn around won it last year in football, <laughs> won it in basketball, had six state qualifiers in wrestling track. I mean, you know, things are going really well. You know, like you like to look back and, I mean, obviously, we got extremely good athletes walking through our building right now, and it's been really fun to watch those guys to, uh, grow and mature throughout the years. But, um, you know, it, not, not only from the academic, I mean, from the athletic side, but the academic, I think we were the third school in the state of Iowa for our academics here last year. Um, and so, you know, you just you kind of pinch yourself. Um, you know, I, I you know, m- my biggest joy, I think, now that I'm getting to be more experienced within the school district is I. I watch teachers that um, maybe move from other districts um, okay. and they come to central, they come to central lion and, and I, you know, you meet up with them a month later and you're like, how are things going? What do you, what do you, you know, you're struggling with things. You like things and they're like, this is the greatest school district. I, I don't know why I wasn't here earlier. Right. And so you kind of, you start being, you start realizing as you get older, how thankful you are to be part of something that's special like that. And, and, you know, I, we got tremendous teachers and, and, and administration and community support. But, uh, you know, so when you when you ask that question, um, what, what what great things are going on? You know, a lot of great things are going on. And, you know, you just enjoy the ride. And it's not always going to be this way. But right now, it's 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 great. Oh, absolutely. And uh, hats off to you guys. I mean, uh, I hear nothing but good things about the school district. And, uh, you know, it's obviously athletic wise you guys have been on the map here especially the last two to three years and uh, some great athletes coming through your son being one of them and uh, it's got to be a lot of fun and uh, you know kind of looking back last year winning the title and and now all of a sudden you know you go into a new season again I'm sure you've been asked this a million times but you probably have a bullseye on your back and uh That's a good good problem to have, but uh, how as a coach, how do you navigate that? I mean, it's not everybody has to go through that, obviously, and uh, to have another great group again this year. Are there certain things that stand out to you? Yeah, you know, honestly, like you said, it, it goes back to you know putting that bullseye on, you know, and that's uh, it's it's a great feeling to have to win it is even you know a great feeling. In twenty twenty, we were runner up. You know, and then the next, uh, the, the following year, 2021, we, we, we had a pretty good team. We just didn't, we couldn't get things to click. And then, uh, um, we knew we had a pretty good team coming back last year and, and it, and we got everything to click and, and end up getting, uh, that championship. And I guess the monkey off my back, the biggest part of it, I, you know, you, you feel like you, you know, where you're at with, um, with your program and, and finally get to something accomplished, you know, and this year, the same thing, you know, we just, we're very fortunate right now going into to week three of our football season and, um, and putting a very good football team out there. And, um, you know, like you said, it, we got great athletes. Uh, there's no doubt. We just got guys that are committed. Um, you know, they buying in, they're very extremely disciplined, you know, and, you know, honestly, the, the feeling of winning it last year, you know, it, it's, I guess for me, it's part of history as much as people are like, you got to soak it in, you got to enjoy it. And I, we did enjoy it. I did enjoy it, but, 
you know, as, as you always say, you move on, you know, if you have a, if you have a losing season, you move on, you know? And, and so we moved on and we, you know, we didn't talk much about last year. We haven't talked much about last year with, with the team, with our coaching staff. It's, it's a new year. It presents uh, new problems, different problems and exciting, exciting um, problems with it, I guess. So, you know, our guys have really, um, yeah, I always say, you know, that senior class, it's their team. And so last year's seniors, when when we talk about that team in 20 years from now, hopefully I'm still around to talk about it. Um, you know, those guys will be seniors and we'll, we'll bring those seniors in to talk about that team. This year, it's these seniors and it's their team. Um, it's their group of guys. And, you know, so I think like last year's championship was great. Um, but this year, seniors, definitely, their goal is to definitely go – uh, do it themselves as seniors and we have a great group of seniors um obviously we have some very good athletes and reese vanderzee right now and and my son graham um you know you don't very rarely um you have last year we had three future hog guys on, on one team you know so i guess if you didn't win it we'd really have to check things out so. <laughs> that comes with it too doesn't it? <laughs> it it does but it's a byproduct of of, of the environment so but uh, you know I, no uh, that, so. that's awesome that kind of gets into my next question i mean obviously you have some great athletes but uh is there anything that those athletes have done and the whole culture of your your programs whether it's football wrestling basketball I mean you name it um so why I guess why so much success you know if you don't just look at the athletes what else is all going into it up there yeah yeah you know I think that's a, the magic pill a lot of teams in, in the state of Iowa would like to figure out you know but <laughs> You know, for, for me, I've been part of it my whole life. And so the, and there's nothing that I can sit there and say, this is the, this is the pill that if you take this, you're going to, you're going to win, you're going to win in whatever category. I, I do believe it, it starts with our community. I, I'm a hundred percent bought into to what our community has set up, um, our leadership within our community um, and, and, you know, the work ethic and, and the, you know, how much time and effort it goes in from all levels and, you know, we're all in this, we're all in it together, you know, and I, and I, I, I and it's, it's an absolutely incredible when you walk through our community and you see, um, you know, we don't have maybe the greatest facilities, you know, we have probably one of the greatest weight rooms in the state of Iowa. I'm not saying that, but, but from the standpoint of, you know, we don't have the huge rec center, we don't have the greatest, um, you know, rec fields or turf fields, you know, are, you know, and so you can't say it's that it's just the, the buy-in of everybody doing little things. You know, I've, I'm fortunate tonight. My, I have a son that's in first grade and, and he's out playing flag football and uh, he's part of the FCA flag football team that happens in Laverne. And we, we have one team in uh, first and second grade. I think we have four teams in third and fourth grade. And we have three teams in fifth and sixth grade signed up for our flight football wow. league up in FCA. And they're all the teams are out there practicing with all these parents and they're going through drills. And this has nothing to do with me. This is, this is absolutely zero part of me setting it up, part of me running it. You know, it's just a buy-in of our community. And I'm just fortunate to walk around and, and watch these people do the, do what they do and they love it. And they want to be that next state championship team. And I you know I really feel like they don't want to let down any group that's going through right now. Um, and so, you know, I just, you just kind of pinch yourself once in a while when you, when you walk around our community and you see those aspects, um, the work and time, um, of, of what's going on, it, it's pretty incredible, you know, it's, and then you got, 
you know, guys in the gym every day shooting, girls in the gym every day shooting, morning, night, whenever it is. You know, we, we basically have an open door policy at our school. You want to get in, we're going to get you in. And That's we're going to awesome. find somebody we're going to find somebody to get you in. There's no, I don't think there's ever been a time where we've turned down somebody that wants to come to our gym and shoot or, you know, or even get in the weight room for that matter. You know, we get a little bit more protected area, I guess, but you know, you know, there is no time that a kid can't get better within our, within our, in our school and our community. And it starts again with our administration, um, allowing some of that stuff to happen, but our community buy-in our coaching staff, um, you know, every morning we, we lift all morning, all summer long at 7 a.m. Um, the, the, the boys lift from 7 to 8.15 and the girls lift start at 8.15 and they go to uh, 9. And so um, and it's four days a week. And, uh, I, you know, in the morning, every football coach is up there. Um, nice. Nobody's getting nobody's getting paid for it. It's all volunteer stuff. It's all um, but it's everybody's walking around. We, we got the coffee pot on for the coaches. You know, once in a while, we'll, we'll feel lucky and the coach will bring donuts for the rest of the coaches. You know how that goes. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's pretty – again, it's, it's just time that we spend together as a coaching staff. We're there a lot together. But, uh, again, it's all part of that buy-in. So, you know, it, it, there's a big piece of that puzzle, you know, and, but I really do believe it's um, our community and the expectations what our community and, and within our coaching staff expect of, of, of the kids and, and, and buy-in that process. Right. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, kind of to tie in with that, I mean, coaching multiple sports, what, what stands out for you as a coach of like those highlights or why you, why you coach? Yeah. You know, I think first of all, you got it. Um, anybody that knows two head coaching positions back to back, you better have a very supportive wife at home. <laughs> and so I think it starts at home. Uh, you know, it, 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 there's no doubt answer. about it. <laughs> it it's, my wife is absolutely amazing, especially raising three kit, three younger ones here. Uh, the last uh, five years, sorry, seven years now, I should say uh, uh, me being away for six months straight, but uh, you know, and, and so, I, you know, going back to back with that, you know, I, um, it's a lot of time, but honestly, for me, it's my, it's assistant coaches, um, all the way through. I, it's a huge, huge, um, like the pressure off you as a head coach, if you have really good assistants and, you know, last year we make a state championship run and I have coaches coaching wrestling with the younger guys and I, and I don't show up at all. And they're just hammering. They're doing the same things that I would do if I wasn't there. Uh, Paul Kanishny, Jeff Jager, um, are there every morning working with those guys and, and, and ne- neither one of them are paid boys coaches. One's a head girls coach, Jeff Jagers. Paul's a volunteer, but Paul's a two-time national champ from South Dakota state. And he just volunteers his time. And so, you know, and then you got, you know, you look at our football coaching staff. Um, many of those guys are former alums that uh, came back, you know, I, and, and I always say, if you can hire an alum to come back, try to find every way to get it done. And I don't care from a teaching standpoint or coaching standpoint, most of the time, and I say most, and for our case, it's about, we're hit, hit batting about a thousand percent right now, but, um, you know, those guys are going to buy in a little bit more, you know, there's a special right. place, you know, you know, they bleed, they bleed the colors that they, they, what they graduated from. And so they, they'll go a little extra mile for that. And I really, right now we have a lot of our guys and our staff that are former, um, players or wrestlers or whatever you want to say. And then, you know, we, and then, and then if you have some outside guys that, that come in to coach and they see the work that's going into the system, 
and they and, and they hear the the positive things that are going on, they're a lot more likely to buy in. If you have outside sources that maybe are negative about something or they think they should do it certain ways, that can spread fast. And so I think that buy-in process from all of our coaches that which feed, you know, the coaches that were hired that were former athletes. Um, and then we have some outside coaches. I think the, the buy-in is so much more prevalent when you have that, I guess, and if that makes right. sense, I guess. Um, and so, you know, again, like to go back to back, like I said, I couldn't do it if I did, if I didn't have really good assistant coaches and I give it all the credit to them. I'm just fortunate enough to guide us to steer the, steer the wagon as it goes. And, uh, you know, and have, and have people hop on as, as it goes, I guess. So. Right. No, that's awesome. Um, kind of tying in with that. If you think back over the years, any mentors that come to mind that have helped you now in this position and along the way as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You, you got to have mentors. You got to have people that you look up to. You got to have people that put you in your place once in a while too. You know, I, I you know, even as, as old as I get, I, I still, I still like to be disciplined. You know, I like to be told, you know, have you, have you looked at this? Have you done this? Have you thought about this? You know, how'd you, how'd you treat that situation? You know, I think and it's a learning process every day you learn from my coaching standpoint, but you know, for mentors, for me, it's, um, you know, you got to start off with Dwayne Postma. Uh, he's he's a coach and former FA teacher, um, but also was our, our assistant coach. He was junior high wrestling coach, a, a guy that took me around to a lot of wrestling events when I was a little kid, actually. Um, but, you know, that guy, um, I'd say he's one of the pillars in my life and the fact of in football and outside of football um, for what he's done for me personally, but then also as a coach. And uh, and if you don't and him and I can argue like we're siblings to the death yep. of us and it's and, it, and i think half the people around us are scared but when we walk away we know it, we we got we made each other better because of it too right. you know so um and then you know next you gotta go toby lorenz and toby's um a guy that i you know i tremendous amount of respect um hall of fame coach just a guy that um did things so solidly within our program from the track program and the football program um, just a tremendous job, but he's a guy that uh, really put a, really kept us on the map, I should say, and really maybe excelled the map uh, for the football standpoint of that. So uh, Toby's just a guy, you know, to, to this day yet, you know, like every Friday night, Toby stands on, uh, you know, corner four of the track as we run on and I see him and I, he always says good luck to me. And, you know, just to have that support behind you from a head coaching standpoint when right. you took over a program, it's big. It's it's huge, you know, and to, to have people like that that still support the program. You know, then I was fortunate enough to go to college and head coach Bob Young at USF. I Him and I went out together. Um, his last year is my last year. Unfortunately, he passed away this last uh, this last year. But uh, Bob was a, a guy that uh, uh, kind of, you know, really instilled the, the faith side of you a little bit more from the, the coaching side. So, uh, you know, it was just really just a guy that, you know, was kind of like a grandpa to me in that in that fact when it came to the coaching and, and sports world. Um you know, and then you look at the defense coordinators I had, Chuck Morrell, who now uh, is at Washington, uh, defense coordinator at the University of Washington, where I think they're currently ranked eighth or ninth in the country. And then Greg Schmidt, who was the defense coordinator for me when I was in high school. Two guys that are so similar when I look at um, their coaching philosophies and the fact that they discipline was the only thing they knew. They and they and they preached it and preached it and they held you accountable. And you know, I still think to this day, Art, you know, the reason one of the reasons that we're so good in football. It's just purely the discipline factor. And we, we, you know, we're, you know, we can get kind of fancy now, but before it was just, we are, we are just disciplined and defensively. We're still the same thing. 
we just line up pretty consistently and we're, but our guys are responsible for what they do. And, and, and so that discipline, I think goes all the way back to the Greg Schmidt area of, of, of defense and all of, um, you know, all of our defensive staff are, are former players of Greg Schmidt. And so it's kind of right. a, you know, kind of a, a, a tree of, when you see the tree of that, it's kind of like, Oh, everything kind of makes sense now. Um, but, um, and so, the, you know, those guys, I, you know, you better, I got throwing Hank Grant in there for the wrestling side, Keith, and right. some guys that again, you know, it, just so many good people. Um, it really just, yeah, really good people just been surrounding myself. I've, I've been surrounded with tremendous coaches and mentors and, uh, overall just people of good people, you know, uh, right. so I'm pretty lucky. That's a great list there. And many that I'm familiar with as well. It's yeah, yeah that's just awesome to look back on those years and how they had, had an impact on you without a doubt. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, now looking forward, you know, I work with a lot of future coaches at Northwestern, anything that stands out from, from your aspect now being, being around the block a little bit in regards to if you had to address a junior or senior in college, what would you say to them in regards to their future coaching? (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is (laughs) something I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, for me, my advice to them is coaching is going to be a roller coaster. And coaching the roller coaster is going to be emotional. Uh, you know, it, it, co- coaching is a very emo- emotional sport. If it's not, um, you know, maybe you need to get out because you're not caring enough. Um, you know, and, and and I speak from that. Um, you know, you pour your heart and soul into people or to these kids. I should say not say people because, um, but you, you, these student athletes, you pour your heart and soul into them as a coach. And you know, and half of them sometimes, you know, most of them they don't realize it until they get out of, you know, out of the, out of the, you know, high school, maybe down the road, but you know, you can, you can write a long, you know, my example is you can write a big, long graduation card and tell that kid, Hey, you, you've been, you know, the backbone of our program. You did this. I looked up, my kids looked up to you. You, you know, you walked the halls, you were a perfect example, blah, blah, blah. And you pour your heart and soul into that letter and you never get a thank you back. It, and, and and that's just the reality of life, you know, that, and that's the reality of, you know, you know, they read it, you knew they had it, but you know, but that's how kids respond nowadays. And so, you know, when, when you say about the emotional part of it, you know, you hope that when they walk out of there, that they are better than what they came in, you know, to your program as, but at the same time, don't sit there and hang your hat on um, right. their, their emotions back to you. Cause it ain't going to happen. You know, they, they don't care enough. They're off to the next thing in life and, and, and they keep moving on. So, um, you know, and, um, you know, at the same time, you know, the advice, you know, the hardest part for me as a coach, um, bar none, and, and everybody would probably say parents, but for me, it's, uh, watching kids get hurt injury season and yeah. in injuries, maybe missing games or whatever it may be for me that, that that's just devastating. And, and it has been that way for me. I feel their pain. I, I hate to see them stand there. You know, it's, it's just a, a, the nasty side of athletics. Um, but it teaches kids a lot. You know, I think of a kid we currently have right now, Noah to Hark. Um, he tore his ACL as a sophomore, two way starter for us as a sophomore comes back rehabs like crazy his junior year. Uh, third game in tears his other ACL. And so now this kid has probably one of the most talented kids to come through our system from George Little Rock. He's a two-way starter on some extremely good teams. And the kids never played a, played a down about ba- or wow. a, a, a period of basketball yet. And so, um, you know, this year he, he's still rehabbing and 
Um, you know, I, I wish him the best in his basketball career as he as he goes forward because he's not going to get back for football. But um, you know, it, those are the type of kids that man, they that that will stick that will stick with me for a long time and and the pain that he's gone through. But um, you know, so yeah, advice. Um, there's a little bit different path for when I say about what advice. You know, parents will be parents. Always remember, blood's thicker than right. And so, um, you know, and you just got to leave, you know, as somebody once told me, you got to have a tree outside your house and leave it out there, you know? And so, you know, things aren't, most people, they won't take it, you know, they're going to take it personal, but, uh, it's not nothing personal to you. It's just a frustration of the coach or in their world, I should per se, but, uh, leave, leave it out in the tree and, uh, you know, have a good support staff, um, within, you know, within your coaching tree, you know, my, you know, the biggest thing is have assistant coaches you can talk to and, you know, don't be negative about it. You know, I, you know, and somebody, I had somebody a while back say to me, what do you do with parents and how do you do with parents? And, you know, I, and I tell people this and I, and I mean this and people, when I say this is that every parent that complains to you, a small part of it is a truth or you need to listen to it, you know, and, and not all, but there is a small part of it. And so every time a parent complains to me, I always got to, I take it with a grain. Of, I always take it with a little bit of grain of salt and the fact that, am I missing something? Am I not doing things enough? Did I did not communicate with that kid well enough. Do I need to do things better? And because for me, sometimes it is, you know, you have 80, you know, like this year, we have 90 some kids in our football team. Right. Did I do enough to communicate with that one kid that isn't, isn't playing? It does. He know why he's not playing, you know? And so, you know, and sometimes it, it goes by and all of a sudden a parent gets a hold of you and you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He probably doesn't know why. I'll take right. care of that. You know, like gotcha. that's, I, I let that kid down, you know, and the kid will respond. Kids are resilient. You yeah. know, the parent will hold a grudge for you for 10 years or whatever, but <laughs> those, those, those kids will bounce back fast and they, and they'll be ready to go. So, but <laughs> that's always oh, part of it. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. And, and very accurate as well. <laughs> but, uh, well, super. Well, thanks again. Curtis, uh, before I let you go here, I just want to recognize our sponsor one more time. It's uh, Moving Company out of Orange City, Iowa. You can contact Brad at movingyourthings.com or him directly and his crew at 712-541-9407. Coach Eben, thank you so much. This has been awesome. You provide some great information for our guests. And uh, yeah, hats off to you the rest of this year. And as you pursue a, a repeat in football and also to your wrestling season as well. Yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Greg, uh, Jeff. No problem.